TV. Coming to you live on MMRX from a remote location. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about right here. Google says it's 82 degrees, 47% humidity. You see the sun hit me on my face. I'll turn around, you can see the sun back there. Try to give you a look of what's going on. Or the what, how, how the sun, how high the sun is still in the sky at 7 o'clock, 7.30. The humidity and the warmth. This is like the perfect comfort for me. I love this. <laughs> this is comfortable at, in California. Sure, it don't snow, but it's a desert and it's a different thing, especially at night. The air gets a lot cooler, a lot cooler. Here, I was sitting on the porch last night, 11.30, 12 o'clock midnight, completely comfortable. <laughs> I like to say completely comfortable because this is my climate or this is my weather, or I don't know what to call it. I've always known I loved humidity, well not always. Once I moved away, I figured it out. Once I moved to California after a few years, and I started noticing it getting cold at night and sitting outside, you gotta get a jacket. Even if it's 100 degrees during the day, at night, you gotta get a jacket. But here, nope, not at all. And the trees and the leaves and the green and the grass just everywhere. And more so, and probably more importantly, I can breathe. I can breathe, you see that? I can't do that everywhere. And I also think that the air conditioning was messing me up because I was having my sinus, my sinus pressure, irritation slash pain, nasal, whatever that is. And the headache didn't quite come like it usually does. I usually get it in the morning, it usually rises and peaks, and I get a headache, and then either because I take, a, take some pain reliever or something, it'll just go away. But for, this, for some reason this time, it just lingered at a lower medium level. I never really quite got a headache, and I never really quite got the full effect, but it just lingered for two days. So today I got up, Thought about my nasal spray. Thought about putting some in my stomach really quick and popping two Tylenol. I said, well, no, no, let me, let me go outside and walk. See if I can walk it off. Sure enough, I got outside, started breathing. It got better. So now, I sleep. I'm a, tonight, I'm gonna sleep with the window open. In fact, I just took a nap with the window open. Window open, air conditioner on because my daughter's upstairs and it don't get as cool upstairs. So the people on the first floor suffer, or you know how it is, and you try to, just like you try to heat an office. Somebody gonna be cold, somebody gonna be hot, no matter what you do. So, you know, we can work that out. But now that I know that it might be 
sleeping in that air conditioner, even though I got all the vents blocked off. I got all the vents blocked off in the room I'm at, and I got the door shut. Maybe that's it. Maybe because the doors are shut, and I'm breathing the same air over and over. I don't know. I have no idea. But I feel better now. I can breathe. I cannot do that all the time. <laughs> I cannot do that all the time. So we'll see tonight. Sleep with the window open. And see how hot I get. And if I have to slightly open up an air conditioner vent or something like that to find a balance. Because even back home, I thought that it might be sleeping with the windows closed and the door closed all night and waking up with that, that pressure, that irritation in my nose. So we'll see. Sun won't go down here till like 9.30. And it'll stay warm and comfortable. I love it. I really do. The air just smells good. Not that the air has a smell, but I guess it, 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 the air has a texture. And then I get out in this damn city walking. And the steps go so fast. I just start walking. Okay, I gotta walk. 1,500 steps that way. I start walking. Next thing I know, I don't walk past 1,500. Just walking and looking. Even walking and looking. I've been down the same streets I've been walking up and down. It's just fascinating to me. Oh, one thing, one side trip that I found is that these sidewalks. I saw a couple labels on the sidewalks for WPA 1937. And I think it's on these kind of sidewalks. That's why I put it down. I don't see them on these though. And I, so I Googled WPA 1937. And it actually was a project, I think federal project, off of the New Deal from 1937. It was websites and information on it, how it worked in Youngstown, how they came to Youngstown. And they did stuff here, as well as, you know, all over the country. So I'm just, anything nostalgic, any building here, that looks like it was here, in my childhood, is precious. Feels precious to me. Feels, you know, I, I gravitate to it, take pictures of it. Even, I even, walking up here, I deciphered where Amer's Hobby Shop was. That was one of my favorites. One of the I remember one of the first times I got on my bike, rode from my house over here. It's probably like a mile or so, maybe a mile and a half. But you know, when you're little, that's far. Plus you're going on Market Street, woo. And Market Street is the street behind me. This street. You know, it's no super, you know, boulevard like in the metropolitan cities. But when you're little, <laughs> This little six-lane street was it. You know, that was it. So I, I was walking by where I thought Amers was, and I tried to picture with building, so, and I got the address of that. So I Google Amers 
you know, 6010 Market, Youngstown. And an old nostalgic site came up. Say, Amherst Hobby Shop. That's where I used to go. So trains, I was in the HO trains. I was in HO trains, I got my first HO train. I loved it, I tore it up, I think. It broke, I forget what happened. Then I want another train, another train. And my father got me a Lionel train. 0.027 gauge, three rail. Expensive as hell to buy parts. I wanted an HO set. And back then, I think they were only like 15, 16 bucks. But when you nine or 10, that was a lot of money. But I always did love trains. I had all the train books. I went to, I think, me and my father, I had him. So can we go to the train thing? And he took us to, a, took me to like a train expo. You know how they have trains laid out, train presentation or whatever, demonstration, all the hobbyists get together. And they, you know, we went there and I had the books. I had the HO scale books and stuff delivered to the house. I knew how to get parts, even though I never did. And I would look at the, and I would, used to love the splits, what are they called? You know, the switches for the trains. So you can switch it from one track to the other, left and right. And for the ones for Lionel, it was way too expensive. The ones for HO were just cheap. And tracks for HO were cheap. I couldn't afford to buy stuff. I couldn't even afford to buy HO, but I really couldn't afford to buy Lionel. But that's my Amherst Hobby Shop, Market Street experience. I love this place. I love this place. And if I don't love it, I greatly appreciate it. I don't know how you want to call it, but I do believe in it. I do believe in the Youngstown that's in me. I believe in it. Born and raised here, what it made me, the people back here, good and bad, the mentality, the way they handle things. The rhythm and groove. my boys here today. Even the white people get me on there. I'll be like, yeah! <laughs> I was like trying to tell them. I was like, yeah, because it was at the cameo thing. And I was like, man, y'all back here be getting it. And I said, next time they do something, I might, next time something like that go down, I might have to come back and do something. Get them folks out to see. Ooh. I wonder if I can book the clones of funk back here. Ooh, wouldn't that be, oh my God. Oh, what, what did I say, I said clones of funk? <laughs> I met the LA maggots, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I don't know why it's not clones of funk. I know why, because I'm back here. You know, because I'm back here. I'm East. So I'm thinking East Coast flavor, East Coast thing. Plus it would be cheaper to get them up here. If you really think about it. Put them on a bus, bring them up here. But if I book a, like, try to book a P-Funk show, hype it up, legendary, 
artist, blah, 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 you know, kind of do it all like that. In Youngstown, hell, I could do it. Hell, I could do it out of my own pocket. Hmm. Have LA maggots and clones of fun come out and play a show. P Funk, Youngstown. Yeah, come out. They would definitely come out. I guarantee that. I guarantee that. Anyway, walking down here. You can see I'm probably looking at the ground, trying to see if I can see one of those WPA 1937. And I think I did see one on one of these streets. I stopped to the picture of it. There's definitely one on one of these streets. Because I'm starting to notice how the pavement, you can see the older pavement, it has rocks in it. The concrete has rocks in it, whereas the newer stuff is smoother, and it doesn't. Cause you know I stopped and took a picture of it, so now I'm obsessed. No, now I'm not obsessed, but now I'm more like concentrating on the ground. Now, now it becomes a thing, cause now you want it to happen. Uh oh, here's one. I think yeah, I think I missed this one. So I must have passed the 1937 one, because I remember seeing that one after, I think. Here it is. Ha ha. I think this is the first of two. I don't know why I said ha ha, but see? WPA, 1937. The 37 is kind of messed up, but I think it's another one down here. You might say, how come you remember these things? They're dear to me. They're dear to me. I cleaned it off even. Look at that. See? WPA, 1937. I Googled it. Something Project Authority or something Project, something like that. Part of the New Deal. Put people back to work. Yada, yada, yada. Well, anyway, y'all hollering, just walking, sweating, feeling good. Just loves, I love sweating back here, too. It's a different kind of sweat. It's a different kind of sweat. When you sweat in humidity, then you sweat in that searing heat, sun heat. It's different. It's a different thing. So in this kind of sweat, it's a kind of sweat where you're like, why am I even showering? <laughs> you know, why am I even showering? Well, at least it should be. Don't even use soap if you do shower. No sense of using soap. Because you're just going to sweat it. You're just going to sweat it all back out. And I love it. Anyhow, maybe it's Jeffrey. Youngstown, Ohio. You come here, see the trees. And uh, how the houses and everything is. And they're not are built within the trees. This is like we're living within the trees. It's like it's more trees than us. It's like it's more trees than anything and we're living in the trees. And when you're flying over these places, you really see how many, how many more trees there are than area without trees a lot of times. Or however you want to put it. Even in the city. 
and you go down Mill Creek Park, you just, in, you definitely, I remember one time that night I was down there and I was down there by myself and it was night, you know, and I was all, woo, and I was like, I said, I bet you there's a way, I, that's where I got the idea, the trees communicate with each other. They've got to communicate with each other because they're that, they're there in proximity for hundreds of years or whatever, oh, or you know, whatever, how many years trees last and there's nobody there for like, there's no human there and that, for some reason that no human being there made me think it would be probably more mysterious than it really is. But anyhow, my name is Jeffrey. Swing on y'all two times. That's why I got the idea of trees communicating. And that's why I realized when I was driving down there, because I was going around uh, where I do a park was. And I went to drive around to see where the wildcat, on the side of the wildcat, and drive up the back to where Jackrabbit was. And it was at night. And I was like in the trees. I realized I'm in there. I'm driving into trees. There were trees all the way around me, across the top and everything. It was like I was driving into it. I got kind of a, you know, woo. Anyhow, my name is Jeffrey. Swing on y'all twice. For me? For me, and for the funk, and for every elementary particle and atom that has ever existed in this or in any universe that ever was, is, or shall be. My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell. It's the totality of it all, y'all. It's about all of it. Every single drop. Theory of universe. An hypothesis of all as one.